Welcome to Charlie's Toolbox, the only podcast that teaches you how to be the main character in your life. Here, you can find all the tools and skills you need to decenter men, center yourself, and feel good about your life. Here's your host, researcher, observer, and marketer, Charlie Taylor. Hi there, and welcome to this week's episode of Charlie's Toolbox. Today, we talk about codependency and decentering men. But before we get started, please, please like, subscribe, and follow my podcast. It is a quick and free way to support my work, and I would greatly appreciate it. This episode is dedicated to women who did not know that men do not give you self-esteem, self-love, or happiness. It is not your fault that no one told you, but now that you know, it is your responsibility to operate from a different set of thoughts. So let's begin. Codependency often has its foundation in your family dynamics. You learn in one way or another that relationships are built on sacrificing, being useful, disregarding your needs, and never developing boundaries. You see the dynamic play out with a mother and father where the mother is likely sacrificing herself for the stability of their family or children and their need to support their parents or to be good for their parents. When children are shutting themselves down and hiding their desires to keep the peace in the household. In both examples, there is an overly responsible party and an underfunctioning party, or in simpler terms, a giver and a taker. The giver prioritizes taking care of the needs of others to the detriment of themselves, and the receiver happily takes what they give. When you grow up in a highly dysfunctional family, this dynamic tends to show up and recreate itself in relationships, romantic and non-romantic. And until you decide to heal and honor yourself, they continue to replay. I know this to be true because in the past I was codependent. I didn't know how to do life alone. I'd ask others what they thought and replace their ideas with my own. I was attached at the hip to friends and family members, and I quickly realized that if I continued down this road, it would take me longer to find myself and get back in tune with my wants and desires. The same can be said with decentering men. The more you lean in, center men, and sacrifice yourself for the hope of a romantic relationship, the longer it will take you to find yourself and get back in tune with your feelings, needs, desires, and happiness. The healing process for codependency and decentering men are very similar because they both recognize that someone else is at the center of your universe. They both stress that something must be done about this. They recognize that there is an imbalance of power in your relationships, which is why when you work on one, the other tends to follow. It's like once you build the muscle for one, it's easy to apply the same muscle and skill to the other. So here are some things you need to know about the process. One, it will initially be an extremely emotional and doubtful process. Remember, in both instances, you are taking back your labor, energy, resources, and power. Consequently, people will react badly. They will make you feel guilty, gaslight you, or make you feel bad about yourself because they want what they lost. Or they will offend you and be offended that you took away their right to make decisions over your life and will make a fuss about it. 
Essentially, they are throwing a temper tantrum because you took their toy, aka you, away. So expect the backlash because it will likely happen. And when you expect it, you won't be so distraught because you know that this is a part of the process. Two, both require you to replace your center. Right now, you are not the center of your world. You predict others' thoughts and actions. You think about what others need and want. You do it because you want to please others and you like the way it makes you feel. You want to be seen as useful or you think for you to be valued, you must do something. After all, their reaction to you and your labor makes you feel good about yourself, which is why you continue to do it. So if the feeling you are seeking is feeling good about yourself, you must remove the labor and go directly to the source. How can you feel good about yourself outside of trying to prove it? What do you need to know to understand that as you are, you contribute to the world? Number three, the biggest thing that made me feel good about myself was simply accepting myself and stop focusing on changing it. And this is a process that helps you unravel codependency and decentering men. All the moments I asked, am I tripping? I just decided that my reaction was the truth. The parts that I disliked about myself, where I wished I was friendlier and went along to get along, I just decided that that was not me and accepted that who I am will draw in what I need. Everything that I felt embarrassed about or tried to change, I just accepted that this was me because the most embarrassing thing was pretending to do things that I did not want to do or pretending to accept things that hurt me. The truth is, there is no right way to be. There are preferences, there are stories that people tell you, and they may shape your perspective, but who's to say their perspective is right? When you reach the level of self-acceptance, you no longer seek it in your relationships, and you stop using labor and resources as a selling point on why you should be loved, cared for, or in a relationship with. And finally, Both require that you treat yourself with kindness. Your norm is to criticize and demean yourself, which is why you seek others to uplift you because you do not feel good as you are. So you must start training yourself to be kind. Things you think are mistakes are learning and teaching opportunities. Moments of extreme embarrassment are opportunities to develop empathy for others because you've been there. When people don't like you or what you do, That is an opportunity to stand with yourself and care for the part of you that feels bruised. In essence, whatever energy you've given others, now it is time to use that same muscle for yourself. Remember, both codependency and men give you the illusion that they are necessary and required for you to live. But both of these things are social lives. And on that note, take care, Charlie. For show notes, be sure to check out charliestoolbox.com. Follow Charlie on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Charlie's Toolbox. Thanks again for listening to Charlie's Toolbox.